0: New Problems is a production of Scattergather Studios. Recorded on Willoughby Avenue in Brooklyn, New York, 2021. Unauthorized duplication is your choice. Freely we have received. Freely we give. Seven. Then God said... Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky and over every living creature that moves along the ground. Then God said, I give you every seed bearing plant on the face of the whole earth and every tree that has fruit with seed in it. They will be yours for food. And to all the beast of the earth and all the birds in the sky and all the creatures that move along the ground, everything that has breath of life. I give every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw all that he had made, and it was very good. There was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested from all his work. Then God blessed the seventh day and made it holy, because on it he rested from all the work of creation that he had done. 6. From a strictly functional perspective, my wallet only needs to carry six things—debit card, cash, state-issued ID, Metro card. A picture of my favorite ex-girlfriend and one of those prepaid cards to do laundry at the place with Wi-Fi around the corner. Six is never a number of completion. The devil picked 666 because it's completely incomplete. Six things in a wallet really isn't enough to signify a happy life, but it should be plenty. Six is close enough to a sentence people learn to settle. I should be settling on six things in my wallet. But I don't. I have four forms of ID. One New York State ID. One expired learner's permit. One college ID. And my ID card from when I interned at MTV Networks. Only the first can get me alcohol. This makes the other three obsolete. The MTV ID should be removed. Internships are a violation of my political and spiritual beliefs. Total Request Live did not need the opportunity to not pay me to find and incorporate Orange Sunkist into their broadcast. But I appreciate the ID picture. It's me in a blue shirt from Express and a gold tie. It's possibly the last good photo I've taken, and definitely the last idea I wore a collared shirt in. It can stay. My wallet is carrying a used Long Island Railroad ticket stub. It was $31 for a round trip ticket from Grand Central Station to Fire Island. I didn't know what Fire Island was. Because I'm a kid from Queens, and I was working a job handing out Zico coconut water, and I simply arrived where I was told for a summer, and one summer day, I took the Long Island Railroad. Fire Island needed coconut water. Fire Island was my assignment. I arrived. It was a beach party, with 5,000 gay men and various levels of little clothing wokeness didn't exist in 2001 but I knew enough to know a good time when I saw it I didn't overthink it it was super fun dancing coconut water cocktails I got hit it on which is one of those situations where one does not per se enjoy but yet would have been offended if it did not happen my wallet is carrying two fortunes from fortune cookies. I'm indifferent toward General So's American Chinese food industry, but I'm always open to his wisdom. Really, any wisdom from any faith tradition, philosophy, or prophetic utterance. Hit me with your best thought, even if it's wrapped in plastic. The first fortune says, People enjoy your fun-loving attitude. I may be desperate, but I'm not dumb. People enjoy your fun-loving attitude while mostly true, it's simply not a motherfucking fortune. The other gets the concept a bit better. It says, as one grows to understand life less and less, one learns to live it more and more. Interesting. As a general rule, I don't trust a fortune cookie that doesn't include the number 18, my favorite number as one of the lucky ones. For that reason alone, I should throw these fortunes away. But I might need to learn the Chinese word for excited. I'm prepared for that. The most meaningless thing in my wallet are two used Metro cards. Metro card with no money is an engagement ring with no diamond. They may have cents on them, but not enough to get a yes. There's a breeze card, the transit pass for the Atlanta transportation system. The breeze card is blue and a dreadful name for a municipal transit system. But once I was wandering through Atlanta at 4 AM and a woman slightly more desperate than me in that moment said, you have beautiful skin, which while mostly true was not relevant to anything happening in that hour going nowhere. I have a fare card from Washington, DC's Metro. Washington, DC is a city where you have to pay $5 for the card so that you can use that chance to get more money into their pockets. This radicalized me. I hate the Metro, but I can't throw away money in this economy. Not when the Spy Museum is calling me back. My wallet is carrying, on my behalf, a VIP card from Raphael's Barbershop. Raphael's barbershop is not a place you should know. Neither is Raphael. Wokeness didn't exist in 2001. So I didn't have the rational consciousness to not go to an Arab to get a haircut. My few dollars should have gone to a black bone barbershop. Why any black man should get a haircut in the Lower East Side is a mystery. But it was an emergency. And like my angel in Atlanta, I looked up and I saw a Persian man who didn't ask me any questions. He did great. Would I go back? Probably not, but I'm a VIP now. Which means if I get seven more haircuts from him, I'll get a free one. There's almost no reason to give me a business card. I have zero connections, zero prospects. I can provide no opportunities for op- economic growth. But I have a business card from a member of the U.S. women's Olympic basketball team from 1972 in Munich. She liked my smile and gave me her card. I handed her a free American flag working one day in Times Square. I feel like the Munich Olympics are noteworthy for something other than the women's basketball team, but I don't really watch movies. A Latin woman from a record label once gave me her business card. Clearly, she'd never heard me sing but name was melanie and that name has nice energy i'll probably throw this out but i've always wanted to make an ep called metropolitan union it's about falling in love with a city because you've fallen in love with a person just songs about city love my wallet looks like the kind of wallet that should have two dollars inside that would be correct it claims to be genuine leather And I believe it. It has stayed together despite the ripping. I should get a new one. But a wallet isn't one of those things that can be replaced casually. Of course, this was never meant to be my wallet anyway. It was meant to be a replacement one, the holdover, the one to get me from my actual wallet to my next future one. It has no in-case of emergency numbers. This replacement has no pictures inside. Just the drawing of an anime-looking bear a Chinese girl gave me in college. This wallet is a centimeter too big. I insist on wearing pants too tight to have wallet centimeters oversized, but I really like the Arcade Fire. Minimalism didn't exist in 2011, but if it did, I'd know that so much in this wallet needs to be removed. There's a receipt to Burger King I swore I'd take back and get redeemed after filling out an online serving because it doesn't matter the year, times are tough. The chicken sandwich at Burger King does not resemble chicken, but it resembles a lot of flavors I do enjoy, mayonnaise, breadcrumbs, crispy chicken skin, but that's silly. I'm sure it's expired. And then there's the ticket stubs, I can't get rid of those, Coldplay at the Center. Passion Pit at Governor's Island, the swell season at the North Carolina Museum of Art, Third Eye Blind, and Elon University's Alumni Gym. Just great nights of music. Here's a fun fact. On June 1st, 2012, Johan Santana pitched the first no-hitter in the history of my favorite baseball team, the New York Mets. It was a big deal. In the 70 or so years, the Mets were a professional organization. No pitcher had ever pitched a complete game without allowing a base runner to reach first base. The best pitcher in their history is Tom Seaver. One game he went eight and one-thirds inning, just two outs away from the elusive perfect game. He gave up to a hit to a man named Jimmy Qualls. There's nothing to know about Jimmy Qualls that matters except he got this hit against Tom Seaver. In Qualls' 63-game career, he only had 31 hits. This 12th one prevented Seaver from the only accolade he would not receive as a future Hall of Famer. We call this the imperfect game. So a no-hitter was the moment all Mets fans were waiting for. And yet on June 1st, 2012, I was not there to watch it in the stadium or on television. I know this because I have a movie stub. Apparently, I was watching Snow White and the Huntsman. Was this movie worth missing this moment in Mets history? Not really. But I've always thought Kristen Stewart is underappreciated as an actress. I'll watch the sequel. five finish your beer there's sober kids in india who despite pot bellies and ankles for arms find their courage in anything but your pale american imitation pilsner prepare for fight club debate the existential challenges posed in the fifth rule one fight at a time imagine a world where the sixth rule is held sacred no shoes no shirt strategize identify your weakest link remember that heroes are made one cup at a time find your friends some guys can't handle vegas sunset boulevard or grenade free zones make a scene you are the director the sports fan the comedian a patriot waving flags about saturdays under the glory of christmas lights in october You asked me if I liked yellow or blue, and I said yellow because yellow is my favorite color. That's easy. You wouldn't have known that because we haven't known each other for very long. So I told you, and now there's a yellow bracelet on my wrist, and I want it to be a part of my wrist like my wrist is a part of me. I want it to be a part of my body in the way something becomes a part of your body when you don't realize it's there at all. I don't think about my eyelashes. I don't think about my thumbs. I don't think about my middle finger. I'm thankful enough to the universe for providing me with all three. But they don't keep me awake at night and they don't inspire songs. But there are parts of my body that I think about all the time. I think about my lungs when you are sleeping on top of me. I calculate the weight of each inhale I can take and how deeply I can breathe in before that delicate balance upon my chest would tip you from a place of slumber into the chaos of consciousness. I think about my hands and how they find the worst time to showcase their pores when I'm trying to get my hands on yours. I think about You become a part of my body and what that means and what that feels like. I think about you becoming someone I don't think about An inevitable limb. The breaths I take for granted at 4 a.m and then I think about you being conscious of the rogue breaths I don't take at 4am when an inhale chokes in my throat for 30 seconds and you're convinced I'm obviously suffocating beside you and because I now am part of your body those moments where I don't breathe is a breath you are not taking and I think about how that make you feel which seems strange but I love that you care And so I think about the choices my body makes and how that choice ought to be a choice I made for you. And then I ask myself if you'd have picked yellow or blue, that you'll see my wrist so much you'll have a preference to which color was there, that my wrist would be something you'd have an opinion about is something that seems strange. But that's something I love too. And so I hope that you will learn to love my wrist being yellow, just as I'll learn to always remember how awesome it is that you have an opinion about my wrist at all. Three. The Christian God is best understood in three. Father, Son, Spirit. Like the branches of the Constitutional Republic of the United States of America, the stories that matter, Frodo's, the Corleone's, Shrek's, They stop at three, at least they should've. Three days to call, three days for sex, three months to move on. I'm not sure what day of creation God created arithmetic, but I did hear once that triangles like trinities have the strongest angles. Eighteen. According to the math, I had 18 vacation days in 2018, six vacation days to go with three sick days, six designated flex days, one moving day, one volunteer day. In my notebook, I circled in black ink all together 18. Time off is not cashed out, it does not roll over, it does not pass go. A favorite number is only worth having if you actually actualize on it. In this case, all 18 days off must be used in order to validate the ordinary miracle that in 2018, my days off equaled my favorite number, which is important because God and fate control even the little details of my pedestrian life. We don't leave money on the table in this economy. Despite the cosmic forces orchestrating this meeting with HR, I realized pretty quickly that 18 was not going to happen. I wasn't and did not move in 2018, which is a win in so many ways, but that fact ensured 18 was never going to add up. It would be incomplete. At no point did I take a sick day in 2018, because I am healthy, which somehow is another cosmic miracle that volunteer day though i could play with that it was a challenge an opportunity a gray area in ordinary life to be fair you shouldn't really be paying people to do good deeds but i can concede no matter how much better my life can get i still needed an incentive to do something not about me my church is too north brooklyn and word aesthetic indeed to do bitch church things like coat drives and picking up trash by the street But I do know, Pastor Amy, Lutherans are all about that shit. 24. Nihilistic cynics on Twitter may disagree, but the new year just isn't another day. A birthday isn't just another day. I mean, sure, it's another day, but the universe is laid out cyclically, so one ought to live in a cycle. Give me every Monday, the first day of the month, New Year's Day. Imagine life as a never-ending string as boxes laid out side side by side by side by side by side like existential dominoes tumbling into a perpetual tomorrow, and you'd be technically correct. But nothing else on the planet lives that way. The morning resets, and trees reset, and the stars reset, and Haley's Comet will be back into view for 18 minutes, 700 years from now. That's a long time. But it does come back around. So take every chance you get to begin again. The universe is a Radiohead fan. Everybody leaves when you get the chance. Take the chance to start again. At one. One. I do not think there is anything about yourself you need to apologize for. You, being you, 100% of the time, is overwhelmingly sensible. So I feel very lucky to know you. So when I think there are parts of us between each other that do not work, that's not a reflection on anything you or I should change. Because us being ourselves 100% of the time is overwhelmingly fair and worth knowing and worth being honest about. You give in to every feeling and impulse and expectation as deeply as you can. I'd guess you were like this since you were one years old. This is the thing I remember most. And you commit that way to me, which is more than I could have asked for. But if I do not feel I'm committing every feeling to you, it makes me feel terrible because you deserve to give yourself to the person you want and the way you want to receive it back. And that's not how I'm wired. And so I cannot let you do the same. The most important thing to me is that I commit most of my time to my best friends. I don't have a best friend really, but if I did That'd be the most important thing. And we are so different. I feel supported and I feel admired and I feel wanted, which are amazing things to know a person feels about you. But I don't want to seem like a puzzle or a conundrum or a thrilling alternate reality. I want to know someone who believes my life makes sense because it meshes with theirs. And the thing that makes your friendship special is that you're also aligned in how you think about things and how you spend your time and the conversations you like to have. When we speak, you're explaining something to me or I'm explaining something to you, which makes us compelling, but it doesn't make us feel like friends. I'm a difficult person to know, and I don't make it easy for people, but hopefully one day my personality won't seem so novel, my life not worth exploring, nothing for thrills and nothing intoxicating, just radically familiar. There are things about you that I do not anticipate being able to replace which is tough. But that's why I try to stay conscious of what's important to me and why that matters and what that feels like. It's how I can stay excited for your year ahead and why I'm excited for mine.
1: mist a bare faced fist the grey edge shifts from this to bless when I lie up. masquerade of inner peace, I'm wise enough to pace my pulse, the world can watch, then please don't stop, please don't stop. A breath aches The great shafts When sun escapes